just wanted to uh, let you know real quick before we get started, we had a technical uh, difficulty um, this past week with our sound and uh, me and Aaron sound a little wonky. We sounded a lot wonkier, but I was able to take all that out and scrub us a little bit. Um, we had a malfunction on our end. If you do not know, uh, I am in Georgia and he is in Kentucky. And uh, sometimes that distance can make things weird. So, just to let you know, if we sound a little off today... That's what's going on. We are always continuing to be excellent in all that we do. Sometimes things happen, and we had a last-minute shuffle to go on a program that we don't normally use to record. And so, with that, we learned something valuable. Um, so, anywho, we hope you enjoy the show. We hope you check out our website. Facebook, and all the cool social media things that are out there. Without further ado, Childish, Childish behavior. behavior. Welcome to Childish Behavior, the mythical adventures of two spastic family pastors. All right, this is Childish Behavior with Rick and Aaron and our special guest, Josh Dinhard. How are you doing today, Josh? Hey, I'm doing really well. Super glad to join you guys. First thing we saw Josh in, it was it was the chemistry show. We were actually at Megacon, uh, came in Megacon, and you came up to do some cool chemistry stuff, and it was just epic. And I was <laughs> like, oh my goodness, I need this guy to come to my church and do some epic stuff for me. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, fire, explosions, foam, liquid nitrogen, all set to music. What do you do, man? That's pretty sweet. Count me in, man. Count me in. <laughs> you had me at explosions. Yep. You had me at liquid, liquid nitrogen. But anyways. It's I mean, one of my heroes was MacGyver. So if you know, I mean, you're like MacGyver. You're ministry MacGyver. Yes. Well, it is definitely the ministry of chemistry. Ministry of chemistry. I just love how that flowed off your tongue right there. That was so yeah, cool. uh, it's uh, super fun, man. It really is. Yeah, so as a former high school chemistry teacher, uh, a, a degree in chemistry education, master's in effective instruction, went through this thing called National Board Certification for Young Adult Adolescent Science. So in a sense, if for the church people out there, the National Board Certification is like your, is like your MDiv. In, 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 you know, in a ministry context, the national board certification, really big deal. So I went through very classically trained as an educator. However, you know, I, 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 I was kind of hungering for something more. Right. And I wondered, wow, uh, I, I didn't want to look back. Right. And, and think what would it have been like if I'd have pursued this other thing? And so I pitched it all to the wind and went, became a full-time children's pastor for about 10 years, a little over 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then in that time, I kind of blend, blended those two things together, a little bit of chemistry, a little bit of ministry. And now it's like this big national traveling deal where I have a huge stage show and three different vacation Bible schools. So it's, it's definitely kind of taken off. That is awesome. It's incredible, man. Uh, I, I think, you know, one of the things that I love about it is that um, 
you see all kind of camps within church sometimes. And sometimes you see, um, like for me, I love seeing your experimentations and all the different things like that, because at my heart, I love science. I always did. The secular mindset might say that it's like, um, oh, you're either all science or you're all faith. And I think that it's all the same thing. What you do is you bring it all together. And um, for me, when I was younger, there weren't people like you very much that would say, hey, science is just a way of humans explaining what God does. Absolutely. Well, you know, I got to say a lot of people will ask me, okay, so like, are you seeking to prove God through science? And they're kind of waiting with bated breath. And that's absolutely what I don't do. You know, uh, there's other ministries out there who are seeking to, you know, be an apologetics ministry or maybe even seek to answer answer the age old question of origins. Not my jam. That's fine if somebody else wants to do that. What I do is I just leverage the coolest stuff of science in order to make some really high impact illustrations about the gospel and secondary, uh, secondarily about like Christian living. So it isn't an apologetics thing. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. So basically you teach kids like me with ADHD in a way that I'm going to understand about God's love. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, there's something quite cool about fire and explosions. Uh, uh, I'm in. Yeah. And so it is very, very, very fun. And so, you know, my passion, I guess, would be more as an evangelist than it would Mm. be as an apologist. Now, Mm. I could I could spend a lot of time and a lot of energy discussing, you know, the different scientific views of creation and blah, blah, blah. That's not my jam. I can. And I'm very I'm, I'm, I'm schooled in both of those two big major schools of thought. That's fine. But my passion lane You know, the Bible says this, right? Paul said, I sought to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him Mm. crucified. That's it. So that's, that's what I seek to do. I don't, I, I I seek to major on the major thing, not minoring on a bunch of minors, you know? That's awesome. Which, which, uh, speaking of that, you seem like you're almost like you're preaching to us right now. What do you, where, how did God, let's talk more about this transition God has done in your life too, about how, because you went in, you I think me and you have talked about it before, how you start, you slip into, basically you were a volunteer. Yes. And then you became a full-time position. Yes. And then what do you do now? Okay. So uh, a former high school chemistry teacher, then I became a children's pastor at a rather large church, about 2000 people on a weekend. Um, And so that was, that was for about 10 years. And then I kind of in the middle someplace, I, of, of both of those things, I started to do this amazing chemistry show, and I also built three different science vacation Bible schools, and so it's called Science VBS. Uh, so just like churches have a shipwrecked theme or a jungle theme, I have three different science themes for VBS. Mm. So people do that all around the country. So three years ago, I actually uh, uh, discontinued my pathway as a full-time children's pastor in a local church, and I transitioned all of my vocational energies toward kid men science. So, uh, 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 cool science made simple to reach people, right? That's so awesome. let's do some super cool science. Let's make it really simple so that folk can be reached. Which you do, uh, 
you do shows at churches and you with an evangelical premise too, but you also do stuff at schools, which is really cool if somebody could set up both of them in the same day. Because oh, yeah. makes that makes your time a little bit a little bit easier and helps yep. you out a little bit. But you can set up whole like plus it wins you some brownie points with your local school system. You say, Hey, I got a guy that I can help you bring in that got uh all this science thing and do a day of science at the school so you do all absolutely this really cool stuff yep actually to be truthful with you i would say you know like with goosebumps and almost with emotion i want to be very frank with you that like i feel as if i am a missionary guide g-u-i-d-e to the i'm a missionary to the school but I'm a guide for the church. Because yeah. listen, I know both yeah. sides. I was a high school chemistry teacher for a decade. But I also was a children's pastor at a large church for a decade. So I can go to the church and say, hey, guys, listen, I know the levers to touch. I know the language to never use. I know the language to use. This yeah. is a foreign land. They have different values than you. Just like if yeah. I was to go to Ethiopia and I knew Ethiopian culture and I'd lived there for 10 years, I would be an invaluable tool to the church to know how to reach those people. Well, it's the exact same thing. It just happens to be the public school. So there's lots of children's pastors who really desire to go in and make an impact inside of the public school. However, they don't know where to start. Yeah, they don't know how to do it. Yeah, and so in it's a, not easy. It's, it, it isn't easy because the school, in a lot of ways, rightfully so, they're rather skeptical. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to earn your way in a lot of times. You know, one of the, the, one of my sayings is you got to earn the right to be heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was a big thing. Like when I came to the town we're in now, is I literally said, "You tell me what to do." Is what I went to school. A lot of times, the biggest issue most people in ministry have when we walk into those kind of environments, we walk in and say, "Well, here's what I want to do," and instead it's like, "No, you tell me what to do, and if it's not if it doesn't go against anything in my being, then I'm going to do it." For sure. For sure. So really what it comes down to is what you're saying is it comes down in all of life to meeting other people's needs. Yeah. All of a sudden you go, what's the need assessment? And they're like, wow, are you sure? Yes, we're sure. Well, by the way, before you say, yes, we're sure, you better be sure because they actually do have needs, right? Like, yeah. hey, we want somebody to come in and do uh, uh, like focused reading with one kid and an adult. Can you help with that? And somebody might, oh yeah, we can do that. But you got to show up and actually do the reading, right? Yeah, and you got to do it, right? But it, it comes took down me to a year of showing up every week at the same time, and then now, like they even switch principles, and still they'll just call me, hey, could you do that? Sure, whatever, I don't care, right? You know, it, so, it set that tone. Yes, set the tone that you are. You, I am a, I am a need meter. I am here to meet needs. And so, by the way. My particular angle is, hey, principal, you have STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math needs. You folks have been tasked with something huge. You are not given any more money by the district. You're not given any money by the state, but you have an expectation to do above and beyond STEM stuff. And so they're kind of backed into a corner. They have to do it. They don't know how to do it, don't have the funds for it. And so then the church can say, hey, guess what? What if we brought in a national caliber STEM deal and blow the doors off and you get this big feather in your hat principle? You look like the hero in front of all the different district officials. 
it's completely free. What do you think? And they're like, um, what's the catch? There's no catch. We just want to help. And so the church then brings in 100% of the volunteers. The church brings in food for breakfast and for lunch, home cooked preferred, right? And so then in the teacher's lounge, they're like, dude, who are you guys? I was a teacher, right? So I know what that, I know what trips their trigger. And so mm. to have a breakfast casserole and somebody already have it plated for you and say, hey, I know you got to run to class. You're good. Go, go, go. And they're like, what? And so then they come back in for lunch and we have catered or, or home cooked food. It's amazing. So then the church is blowing them up and they're like, wow, I can't, we could never have done this without you. That's meeting a need. And so mm. number one, financially, the church covers it most likely. Second, volunteer wise, there's no hope that they could have two volunteers per classroom to pull off these high end science projects. And so all of a sudden the schools are overwhelmed. How can you guys like find, we can never find people. And so the mm. church all of a sudden looks to be, and they are this group of well-connected, good-hearted people that can do that, which the school can't pull off therein lies the ministry. Yeah. That's, so yeah. Epic. that's awesome. And so and I'm actually, there's a guy that I know. And, yeah, go ahead, bud. Say it again. Uh, I say and stuff gets blown up and everybody loves that. So Absolutely. And you know, the other thing too, I, I just want to share this with you guys. And I say this in, in terms of just pure honesty, not in terms of uh, uh, any kind of self exaltation. However, the majority of schools Okay, they are they're used to having Johnny Science Guy or whatever who typically goes to the library with a suitcase and he's like, hey kids, you know, and it's pretty subpar. And they're mm. not used to they're like no comment. Whoa, what's that? No, and so no comment. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've uh, I may or may not have watched that guy one time and they invited me to one of the schools. Right. And so like, the, so, I know so, somebody could do this better for y'all. Yeah. Yes. So typically the school assembly is set, in my opinion, at a two. Right. Mm. And so when I can come in and do a, a, a really, really, really eight or a nine, they're like, what in the world? And so, again, that's just one of my values is overwhelmed by excellence to where all of a sudden the the the, the church gets to bring something that's a true treasure a true prize and they're like wow we had no idea and so then the reputational elevation of the church happens everybody and starts going awesome. back to the church that's the goal yeah and everybody back to the church yep and so they then did this and they did that and then bam exactly and, and so then what we do is the winner in the long run you betcha so we do this huge event at the school the school gets to be the hero the the, the principal looks like a champ but then we we, we invite everybody to come back to the church either that evening or the next morning. Hmm. And then we do a big, big family event or, or just a one-hour stage show that is different than the school but is now gospel-centered. So that's kind of the, I would say, um, if there was a secret sauce, it would be get into the school by meeting their needs. Yeah. Meet their needs. Invite everybody to the church and share the biggest need. Christ. You have a way of doing it so that you can hit multiple needs for that school all at one time. For so sure. It crushes it. It crushes what they're trying to do. And 
Absolutely. They love bullying campaigns right now. You can come in and do stuff like that along with the science. So you're getting like you have a way of doing it because I've seen some of the stuff you've done. So it overwhelms them in multiple ways because you've yeah. like you've basically given them everything they needed in one shot. Yep. They're just like, We still supposed to do other stuff, but I don't know what to do now. The yeah. came in and saved us everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's really the goal. So in a sense, you know. Uh, I, I do have the ability to tailor the messaging to be whatever someone would want, right? So we talk about cheating and how it has a, I do a reaction where it's a really cool reaction. But it's like, whoa, and then it completely fades away and it doesn't even last at all. And then I do another one that's very similar. It takes a long time, but it has a similar reaction, but it actually turns rock solid. And so the idea that really kind of to ju the, the juxtaposition or the contrast between cheating, quick results, doesn't last, mm. really doing real work, and it does last. And so that's a, that's a message. I've had teachers tear up, right? They're like, it's all set to music. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a stage show, right? Um, but I mean, I got to be honest with you guys. The Holy Spirit comes with me into right. these shows. Right. Right. It's going it's to show no matter how much you try not to show it. You know, absolutely. So I am communicating with all of my heart and with all of my emotion backed by the Holy Spirit, even though I'm not leveraging scripture or, or sharing a message of salvation. That will happen in another context. And by the way, I had somebody pull me aside one time and say, wow, don't you wish that you could share Christ at the school? And I said, absolutely not. I'm glad that. Uh, the, the, no. They said, well, what do you mean? Don't you want to take take hold of that captive audience? And I said, you know, you don't understand the rules of the game. See, the rules of the game have been set yeah. up in such a way that if Christianity wasn't the dominant religion, that some other more aggressive yeah. dominant religion wouldn't be able to bring in some hardcore message. Yeah, if you if you open the door for us, then you that's like something at one point in time. The biggest issue is you open the door for one, you have to open the door for others. And when you open the door for others, you got to be real careful. You know, something here in Kentucky, you know, a big thing recently was um, trying to get it so we could have Bible classes in school in low in public schools. And somebody asked me how I felt about it. I said, you know, a big thing is well, who's going to teach it? You know, I don't want some secular atheist teaching a Bible class to to a kid. Because right. that, that's going to cause more damage than good for me. So. Yeah. And, and so I would say this. Let, let's, let's be honest uh, uh, for, for all three of us, but also for your listeners. Um, last I looked, the Jehovah's Witness and the Mormon crew, they seem to be far more aggressive and sometimes have their business pulled together to, 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 to get their message out. Well, I got to tell you, as a dad, I would feel super uncomfortable. If all of a sudden they took advantage of that captive audience. So I want to treat my neighbor as I would want them to treat me. I'm not going to exploit that. And so that's part of the honor. That's part of the honor system. Mm -hmm. And I, I am super, super, super delicate about that because I've been a public school teacher. I know the rules of the game. It's not just knowing the rules. It's actually knowing the heart. Mm. That's awesome. Well, I have uh, that is so awesome, I, and I love your show. And I would tell anybody out there in the in the interwebs, as, as Rick likes to say, that if you have not seen Justin Hart and what he does, you need to look up. You need to look up Kitman Science. You need to see if there's a way you can plug it in. If you, if it's only plugging in at your church, then do it. But if you can get that that road into, into the school, 
do it. It's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome. I got to tell you, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and again, I, I think I, I just want to stress to people, anybody who's listening, like whatever you happen to be obscurely passionate about, honestly, that can be lovingly exploited by the almighty God of the universe. Right. That's right. To yeah. do ministry. I mean, it does, like somebody's like, yeah, but I, I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of like economics. Okay. I don't know, man. Yeah, cool. I, I know for a fact that God can use that to his glory. I mean, so. look at, look at Dave Ramsey. The, okay. Man, there you on. go. Bingo. Bam. Done. As we do at Childish Behavior, I'd love to ask you a crazy question before we end this off, though. You bet, man. What is? I'm gonna get. To, I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave this in your lane. It should be an easy one for you. What is your favorite element? Oh, simple. Sodium. Yes. Sodium. Yes. Sodium. Salt. Sodium. Na. And so it's. Uh, so I, I got to tell you, I know we're like the audience can't see this, but right now I am looking at my very own periodic table in my office. How random is that? So yeah, I like sodium for several reasons. Number one. Uh, if you throw it in water, it explodes and starts on fire. So that rules. Uh, it is, uh, I, you know, I don't know why, but sodium is my favorite. And somebody might go, don't you have any other favorites? And I say, nah, sodium, N-A, never mind, nah. So Rick, what's your favorite element, huh? Huh? Hmm. I'm just, I'm going to say argon. Argon. It's a noble gas. All right, Aaron, what's your favorite? I'm going to go with uh, just, oh, I, I like oxygen. I like to be able to breathe. I like to be alive. Man, this is super fun. Thank you, guys. I got to say, I'm going to end with this funny little joke that my wife doesn't think is very funny. Sometimes at a, at a show, I'll say, listen, folks, I, I, I'm going to be completely serious. I'll turn off the music and they'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's I said, I, I don't do this at every show. Turn off the music and I say, listen, I got a, a, a degree in chemistry. I got a master's degree in something else. I've been doing this show for years and years, I've probably done it a thousand times. Don't try this at home. Only try it at a friend's home. Let's take a brief pause for a Childish Behavior commercial break. Today's episode is sponsored by Side Hug. Side hug is the best way to hug people that is not your spouse. If people are coming up to the side of you and they're trying to get all up in your bubble, sidestep and side, side hug. hug. Wait, what is this? What? What do you want? You meant to read what? What? What is this? This, this is an ad. Do we have enough ads already? Uh, whatever, I'll read it, but I'm gonna hate it already. I'm just gonna tell you that I'm gonna hate it. Um, wait, what does it say? This, are you serious? We have a merch site now? Like, like we can get shirts and like a hoodie or a hat. Uh, what, what about what about like a, a button? I can get a button too. It's pretty epic. I like buttons. So you want me to plug our merch site and tell, tell everybody here that we, if they go over to childishbehaviorministries.com, which is our, which is our new website we just opened up and they click the button on the front page that says childish behavior merch, they, they're going to take them to our merch website and they can get them some childish behavior merch. That's what you want me to tell them. 
I tell you. Nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna tell this. Are we making anything off this? Or is this like everything else we do, where we are literally just, we're basically just breaking even. We're breaking even again. So why are we doing it? Oh, okay, okay. So people can promote child's behavior, and so so that we can we can. Ex- we can spread our focus and reach reach new people and, and let them know about Childish Behavior Podcast so that they too can enjoy this content and they can be uplifted through the crazy antics that is Childish Behavior. You know what? I'll do it. I don't hate it completely and I'm sorry. So, as I already said, you've already heard, go to ChildishBehaviorMinistries.com, click the button, get your Childish Behavior swag on, this has been Aaron. Lakes. From the makers of Sleepy Time and Siestaville comes Nap. Are you tired of being tired? Well, guess what, my friend? With Nap, it can make all the difference. Please see your doctor and consult with your physician as nap may not be for everyone. But just know that if you are sad, tired, hangry, angry, mad at the world, you might need a nap. Hey, if anybody does want to find out more about the Ministry of Chemistry, you can go to kidmenscience.com. That's K-I-D-M-I-N science.com again kidmen k-i-d-m-i-n science.com tell the fine folks at home where they can reach us at childish2 on twitter childish behavior podcasts on most of your social media platforms childish behavior podcasts on any podcast but i'm sure if you've stumbled upon this, you've already found us. But hey, if you've stumbled on this on one podcasting site and you prefer another, we're probably there. You just have to look for us. Um, then, like I said before, childishbehaviorministries.com. We're everywhere. We're trying to do cool stuff. We just want to We just want to build this into something cool. We've got a bunch of crazy ideas that we're trying to mastermind and see what else we can do that would be ministerially awesome. <laughs> My name is Josh Denhart, and you have been listening to this crazy podcast. Stay child. You you you. If you blow something up, just do it at somebody else's house. Make sure I'm not around, so I'm not liable. <laughs>